Welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 191. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. And we're go- yeah, I forgot. You forgot who you were. <laughs> I'm, uh... See, I, I, I take a week off from the show and you get the British guy and I uh-huh. I don't even know my place in the world anymore. It all goes to pieces. Yeah. Did you say who you were? Yeah. yeah okay. okay. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. I can't remember what else we talk about. <laughs> and stuff. Oh, and stuff. Right. How about how about motorcycle stuff? Motorcycle stuff. Let's how about part two of our AIM Expo coverage? Yep. We're going to jump right into some of That makes it sound official when you put it like that. Part, part two, two. AIM coverage AIM. here on Wielders. Meanwhile, at the AIM Expo. Okay, so we're here today with Donnie from Kirsch Helmets, right? Am I saying yes, it right? Kirsch Helmets. Okay, and you guys are bringing a whole new helmet to the market that is supposed to be really cool and exciting. It is. It's absolutely. It's cool. It's exciting. Now, really, it's revolutionary. Re- okay, so by habit, I'm 90% of the time a full face guy. I'll wear a half shell or three quarter shell when I'm riding my sidecar rig around. But generally, I feel kind of sketchy about them. Sure. Um, and then you got the other side of the, the market of people who just like, I don't want to wear helmets. They make me look like a big dork. Sure. So where are you guys coming in? Well, we're coming right in that space. Uh, when we start, uh, when we started the company, Jason really thought through that problem. A lot of people don't want to wear these helmets, the small, low-profile helmets, the novelty helmets, the, because they're small and unsafe or they're too big and bulky. Mm-hmm. I look like a dork. I don't want to have mushroom head. Right. And Jason's a rider. Our company is is made by uh, the products made by riders. We're all American made, and what we're trying to do is hit that particular pain point in the market so that the rider doesn't have to make a choice between uh, safe safety and and that style and look that they want. Not looking like a door. Yeah, I don't want. I want to be. I want to look cool. I have. There's a, an image persona. Sure. Um, the way I feel about myself, it's a, there's a style, personal sure. style, and now they don't have to make that choice because we're able to do with this, uh, you know, fantastic invention with this uh, revolutionary liner uh, and technology, we're able to do more in a half an inch than the foam guys, than compression foam can do in two and a half to three inches. So the whole thing is in a half an inch. It's all in a half an inch. That's why we're able to shrink the size of the of the outer shell, uh-huh. and then bring it down so that it can we can give them that slim, low profile, stylish look that everybody wants. And so give it's them not a mushroom on someone's and give head. Them, give you the comfort that you want at the same time. This way, you can do all of it, not sacrifice safety. And we know people uh, are more aware now than ever of concussion, traumatic brain injury, yeah. paralysis, and death. Of course, unfortunately, that happens in this sport. Um, and this is a way to really. Uh, reduce that, and that's a and it's built by that rider, Jason, to, with riders like like others that, like you who don't want to wear these smaller helmets because they don't feel that they're safe enough. Now we can finally give them one that's DOT approved. So it's already it's, gotten in its approval. It's all good. It's already DOT certified and uh, ready to launch and for people to purchase. You can go to our website. Um, you can go to some of our uh, friends and vendors that we have in our network. And there's, uh, we're starting to build uh, stores across the country that you can get to and uh, see the, see it firsthand. How much is this thing? This helmet's two hundred forty-five dollars. Okay. It's a substantial helmet, it, uh, but you're paying for technology, you're paying for quality, you're paying for the assurance that what's put inside, it, that's all American-made, is the very best materials, the very best engineering, 
and uh, done by the very best people. We use veterans and people with disabilities that do our final assembly. I'm a veteran myself. Uh, Jay's a, a, a veteran rider for many, many years. We want to make sure we're putting out the very best quality. And, and within the company, we have Americans, veterans, and riders that are all the people that are putting this product together and, bring, and bringing it to the market. Okay. Now, so you're saying then the, the target audience for you guys is the dude who doesn't want to wear a helmet. You're not trying to convince people who wear full faces or, you know. Well, this isn't a full face Sure, helmet. yeah. It's, you know, the technology's capable. It's very capable to do many things. This can be used in, in uh, helmets that are full face, uh, the half shells, motocross, but even into sports and athletics. This helmet's being looked at to, to, to be developed, and we're looking at over 28 verticals where we can take this helmet, okay. which is amazing uh, to have such a versatile technology at our hands, at our fingertips. So why but start right with now, a half shell? Start with a half shell because that's the pain point. We're seeing over 1.3 million riders a year out of the 9 million are buying novelty shells and buying low-quality uh, DOT-approved half shells that don't work effectively. This is more effective, and we feel that those people deserve a high-quality product that they can put on their head that gives them the, the style and look that they want and can also be comfortable, but give them the real serious protection that they want, can pay for, and can afford to do. So you're saying, tell me a little bit more about, you know, you're saying that there's helmets that are DOT-approved, but they don't work effectively? So what's different with yours versus that? Well, the DOT helmets that are approved, uh, one of the other problems that you deal with in an impact and how energy gets it gets formed and transferred into my beautiful face. Into your beautiful face. And this is true in any accident. We're all affected by angular acceleration. And what happens is when we fall off a bike in an accident, the uh, prior, just prior to impact, our body is twisting. That that twisting those twisting forces or torque is what occurs in the neck. Mm-hmm. And that causes uh, damage to the to the neck to the to the brain that's suspended in fluid it causes the tissue damage that occurs in an impact the bigger the helmet and that's what happens with the foam uh, the DOT foam based helmets they have to be bigger those mushroom head yeah the more the bigger the radius the more torque the more energy that's created in that twisting motion that that leverage because there's and more weight just because being pushed there's around. just it's it's out of balance there's mm-hmm. more the center of mass is not close to your head. Okay. So the further out, the more energy gets created and the more damage it can do. So there's that other thing which which DOT doesn't test for. DOT tests a certain way. They test for linear impact. They don't test for angular acceleration, uh-huh. which is another part and actually 85% of what happens in a real accident. So what kind of tests have you guys done for your helmet to address that? We've, tested, we've done the DOT testing. Uh, we've done uh, you know, physical modeling to be able to work on torque. There's no real test that exists. We did uh, some t- Snell testing, uh, more anecdotally, because Snell testing uh, won't Snell won't approve a half shell. Right. Uh, but uh, still, there's a lot of information to be gained by doing tests like that. So we did. We've also tested it in athletics. So. We've tested it with the Noxa standard, which is a different standard, which is used for sports and athletic equipment. Uh, there, we hit, they measured instead of G's, they use uh, severity index okay. as a measurement, 
we uh, we look at uh, sport helmets and a lot of the sports to be under 1200 severity index SI. Uh, we tested at a um, at a manufacturer in Boston at their facility um, on a sport on sport helmets. We came in as low as a 22 out of 1200. It was amazing what happened there, and so uh, the helmet is just so good at a, and effective at getting rid of the forces and the and the impact energy that gets created, and uh, that's why we think it's got more than just this sport alone. But okay, when when we go to full face and all, um, I don't know. It's uh, we'll we'll develop the technology, let the technology tell us uh, where it needs to be next, and. As that happens, then we'll come back to the AIM Expo and we'll we'll show that all here as we launch our next round of products. Okay, yeah, I'm really excited about the idea of doing this in a full face. Yeah, we, we are too. I think the day will come. Because it looks like a bicycle helmet, man. I, it's again, it can be real small. I think it with the with some work and and some engineering, we can uh, make this a, 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 a into the into the bike industry. We can look. We've been looked at by Polo lacrosse, okay. hockey, uh, baseball. So we have all these other sports and, and athletics that we can go to um, as well. Right now, we want to stay focused. Um, we're here because we're launching the CHM1, which is the half plastic half shell. And, and that's the market that we're focused on, is making sure we make the best motorcycle vehicle crash helmet. Are you seeing like a positive reception from the, the that, that market you're trying All to get into? All across the country, we've been to we've been to Sturgis, we've been to San Diego, uh, we've been up in the no one threw helmets back south. at you at Sturgis. There was no rocks, no, no. flames, no one was no, like, as a fact, "Don't step on my freedom." I as a matter of fact, anecdotally, the only helmet I had thrown at me was a rider who wanted to wear our helmet on his on the mayor's ride at Sturgis. He threw his helmet at me and grabbed the one out of my hand before he went on the road. <laughs> so that's the only did, time I had a helmet thrown at me. Did you, did you ever see that helmet again, or has he still got it? Uh, he, he gave oh. it back, and I took the little time. I gave his back. I, mean, I offered you, you, to throw it in the garbage. You guys are a veteran, veteran company, so is he just in a hole somewhere, unmarked hole in the there, ground? You, know, the, you the, can just wink. It's there, cool. I won't a, talk. <laughs> there's a... There's a lot of open land between Sturge, <laughs> between South Dakota and the Northeast where I live. Well, I hope you had a really stuff. nice bike and that you're enjoying it. It's good. That's yeah, good. Jay, Jay's been riding. We've got uh, what's the, the uh, what's the little tabs here? The rivets to hold. The rivets the to hold. Okay. Yeah, now is the liner removable? The liners uh, the liner's not removable in this configuration. Okay. Um, we want it to stay in place, so it will. It will maximize the action. What the key in this technology, maybe you... Um, it doesn't feel like anything. It, it's amazing. It literally feels like there's nothing in there. Try it on. Okay. Try it on for me. Feel that. It feels, it really, it feels like... There is nothing inside. Is this is it's, a? It's totally different than wearing a foam helmet, isn't it? Now, it's comfortable. Is this that kind of technology where it feels like this uh, in a slow movement, but in a in a crash, it hardens up? Or this is what's the best part about it. When you deal with compression foam and compression technology, it's designed to take the one 
hard, severe impact that DOT creates or that Snell creates in those tests. Okay. This is a uh, fluid. Uh, this is a fluid technology, and with a fluid technology, what you're able to do is it adjusts itself for the full range of impacts. So not only is it good at hard impacts like you get in a DOT crash, but also at soft impacts. So at low energy impacts, it behaves in a softer way. That's one of the problems with concussion and with traumatic brain injury that's occurring is that the foam can't adjust to the situation. Imagine your hand flowing through water. Uh -huh. You know, very easy, the molecules are moving out of the way, low energy. High energy, you slap the water, it stiffens up, and it gives you the resistance that you need to fight okay. the yeah. impact. So there is a physical fluid in here? Yes. Okay. So if I were to, like, poke a hole in it, stuff would come out? Absolutely. Could I drink it? Can yeah, I sneak booze in it? It's, it's a non-toxic antifreeze, so uh, I wouldn't want to drink it. Can I replace it with booze? It is... Uh, can I sneak booze into a baseball game you, with this helmet? You, know, you could sneak booze. You could probably stick a straw in there, I suppose. I wouldn't want to wear the helmet afterwards okay. or take a ride with you, but other than that. So it's, it's, it's an antifreeze? It's just, an antifreeze. It's a, it's a propylene glycol. Okay. It's a non-toxic antifreeze. It's actually used to stabilize desserts. It's in food additives. Is this helmet good for more than a single impact? I mean, if I get in a wreck and I crash I would, on a thing. Uh, we don't. Is we it like another helmet? It. You're like, oh, you're done. You should really, you, we can't see at the micro level what kind of stresses the helmet really did go through. If you have an impact, you really should just not wear it again. What's great about it, though, is during that impact, there is some repeatability. We've proven that this helmet can take multiple hits and react so it stays together because unlike okay. a, a, uh, a, a compression foam helmet, that's designed to delaminate, you know, have the outer shell break so the energy can get into the foam. We have ours as bulletproof. As a matter of fact, can you hand me that? This is one of the tests that you have to pass. It's the dart test. Okay, yeah, show that to you. And this is the dart test. This is a 10-pound 10 pound, uh, 10 anvil spike that hits the top of the helmet or any part of the helmet. It's designed to... Emulate a flying object, or you flying into an object that is at a high rate of speed. You have to be penetration resistant. You don't want the helmet to um, to break. Once the helmet breaks, you don't want it to go in and pierce your head. So what the foam guys do is the foam guys work on the idea of putting as much foam in there as they can to keep it from piercing your head. Right. We don't have much distance between this and our liner. Sure. So we make the helmet do all the work to stop that 10-pound that dart from breaking through this helmet in that distance. That's as far as it goes. You could probably drive a pencil into a piece of wood better than that. Okay. Now, how about other motorcycle equipment like jackets or pants? It's an interesting question. Um, you know, we talk about it, and you know, other in other ways, where this could work. Uh, we haven't tested it for that. It's possible it could work for that. Right now, we're interested in in changing the and getting the, this out and in the, in the in the safety world. We're interested in focusing right now on helmet technology 
that's really where the injuries are occurring. Mm -hmm. That's where traumatic brain injury, paralysis, death is occurring. It's just crazy to feel how insubstantial this feels. It's just... It's because it's moving... It it feels this way because it's moving... It's moving it around, yeah. It's moving it around. If you hit it here, if you hit it here, it immediately displaces the energy over there. Can I punch it? Uh, I mean, I already did, but can I punch it more? Wow. Here. All right. Punch me. I'm not going to punch a hard shell, no. I just wanted to see what the water felt like. I'm not that dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I was just checking. (laughs) Well, so these are available now. They're available now. You You can go to your your website. You can go to kirschhelmets.com. All right. uh, Get on our website. There's a. How much are they again? $245. All right. Well, thanks for talking with us, Donnie. Yeah. That was amazing. I I enjoyed it. I am actually pretty much. I'm surprised. I was not expecting this. But I'm glad you weren't. Cool, man. All right. Well, it, it's uh, it's this is the revolution. We want people to be part of it. The next generation of riders really need to understand their technology, need to understand what their what their equipment is, and certainly the people that are already in the industry are doing their best to understand the new equipment. All right. Uh, and and always they're looking for the next best technology, and we think that we've changed the technology so radically. Uh, that uh, the, the industry's got to notice what we're doing. Cool. And we're going to make a big difference in, in safety uh, across the board. Well, I can't wait to put a bunch of foam spikes on it. There you go. Thanks. We'll help All you right. custom make one. All right. All right, man. Thanks a lot. So that was the Kirsch guys. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. I mean, the tech, technology smells a little like the D30 armor and that kind of stuff type of, you know, the fluid Mm-hmm. Using fluid instead of using the the pad feels very different than the D thirty. Yeah, less uh, like gel, more like 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 water, <laughs> like a that's a breast implant, like it, a. Uh, yeah, okay. that's why I was asking him about applications and jackets or, mm-hmm. or pants because I was imagining that pad and your sure. shoulders, your elbows, yeah. your forearm. Yeah, and it, first thing I jumped to too. I was like, feel, how is it different? Yeah, it feel even more just like a normal jacket than yeah. even the D thirties. So, so if it's so it's really flexible when you're not. When it's not doing its thing, I mean, I guess it would have to be backed by more hard shell, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's it's Spread literally through. like uh, a quarter inch mm-hmm. of this pad, mm-hmm. like a like a water bottle pad, hmm. just filled with a fluid. Huh, wild. It feels like if you could pull the whole thing out of a helmet, you could just flop it around. Huh. Okay. Um, it's kind of cool. Some of the other guys I was talking to from like Cafe Racer and, mm-hmm. and Throttled, and um, I forgot who else. I'm sorry. Hmm. Uh, Cleveland Moto. Yeah. They were saying, you know, the helmet felt really heavy. Yeah, I have to assume it would have to be because the, the fluids are always heavier than the, the foam type of thing. The and the shell is just this really hard. Is it just, just, just dense? Okay. But I had the thing on my head. I don't remember it being all that heavy. Yeah. And you do wear a half dome regularly. I do. Yeah. And hope. We're trying to work out a deal of Kirsch to send us one. Oh, neat. And then we could do like an extended, yeah. and be fun. You know, see if someone with an actual neck like yourself Mm -hmm. would feel some strain from wearing this helmet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're still working on getting rid of the last bits of that pesky (laughs) neck of yours. Yeah, I, I, I... I can jive with what he's saying. I like the fact that he's not, he's not, I don't know whether it's he's not dumb enough or he's just not, not 
you know, he, he knows what's up. And he's not trying to jump into like, this is a, this is a fine helmet. He's like, no, it's a half dome helmet. This, it's a half this dome. is for people who are going to be buying half domes, which is a lot of people. He's right. And, you know, I mean, compared to a beanie helmet, it sounds like this is a, a substantial improvement. Mm-hmm. It's the people who would either buy a beanie or just the people who even would buy a normal good DOT mm-hmm. half shell, but they want something that looks better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it could possibly look better. I mean, could look better if you want to look like you have less helmet. I guess. You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't have the whole Mario mushroom yeah. cap. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an expensive helmet. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely definitely at the high end. But you know, depending on what you look at, if you go into your local Harley store, what you look at on the shelves. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks for an HJC helmet with a Harley sticker on it. You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's it's that. St- that Harley crowd, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's maybe that's zone. That's the maybe. happy zone. Yeah. Hi Ted, how's it going? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I do like the idea of it in the full face. Um, I I wonder how much of the effectiveness of the fluid is based upon it being in close contact with you. Yeah, I I, I wonder what kind of because it would have to be compressed on both sides for the fluid to be ex- effective that yeah. way. Because it doesn't have structure of its own, right? Oh my so, god! You know what I'm imagining now? What like a like a uh, a shell on a on a hinge, uh-huh. like an Iron Man helmet. Yeah, uh-huh. that way if you've got it compressed around your head. I I am feeling insanely claustrophobic at the idea of that right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I well, I'm feeling like a little short of breath. Even with the big visor, there. Even with the big yeah. visor, you don't you don't put things near the the front of my face and and not have the screaming begin. Oh, okay. Yeah. How yeah. are you in cat cat scan machines? Not good. Okay. Not good at all. Oh. Respirators, not really my jam. Uh, okay. Like those little face mask things for like painting like I'm doing upstairs. Not Really? Even those? Even those. Not for very long. Oh. I don't, I don't like that sensation of my mouth being covered. I can be in them for like a short amount of time. That's about How about it. the regular full face helmets? Doesn't bother me. Okay. Well, because there, there's this big void up there, right? Okay. Like, And, it, and it's not like a void where it's like covered by... It's covered by something, I, right? I, yeah, you, you, you yeah. tasted your own hand, wasn't it? Yeah. It was horrible, wasn't it? Was it? Pretty, it was right? Disgusting. Yeah. Uh-huh. It tastes like, tastes like ice cream and broken dreams. <laughs> um, but, but, tastes like burning. But, but the, the, there's this big void in front of your face in a helmet, and it goes all the way up. Yeah. So it feels, you know, a full-face helmet doesn't actually, like, it's not surround right or enclose the front of your face particularly, right? Like, yeah. there is a shell out around it. But it's like it, it's more like being inside a tent. It okay. feels like you know that kind of sensation. I'm just trying to figure out the limits of your. Yeah, it, it's the it's the something like touching and covering the front of the face okay. is like is like looks a little sweaty just thinking about it. Maybe this could be used in combination with foam to reduce the foam. I'm assuming what you probably do is bulk. you'd use it for the for the spots where it's on your head. You'd use this stuff, and yeah. you have a really nice, narrow, tight-fitting helmet. You still need something fairly structural out around the chin. Yeah, because the whole the point face. of the chin is the chin doesn't actually ever touch your face, right? Right. Um, but you know, and, <laughs> unless you've got my head, <laughs> unless you're unless you're Chuck, in which case you know your your or head crash. Is unless his his face is even mm-hmm. more oval than both of us put together. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> weirdo. Um, really weird. Freaking. But yeah. I, I, I'm interested. You On know, the I'm, other hand, his wife is a sweetheart. Oh, well, that's totally nice. makes up for it. Aww. She's a doll. Oh, super nice. That's nice. Yep. Not like our wives who are mean. <laughs> super mean. Hello, wives. <laughs> I don't think ours listen to our show. We're off the hook. <laughs> Give it up. 
Now, okay. Now, now we can say what we really think. <laughs> My wife is pretty in boobs. Uh, <laughs> pretty in boobs? That sounds like a John Hughes movie. I don't know. <laughs> do you ever do you ever do you ever catch yourself checking out your wife? You'd be like, Oh God, stop staring at your cleavage. Wait, is my wife? I can. Ah, uh. <laughs> I, I don't do that first part. No, ever. <laughs> Not even with people who aren't my wives. Oh, okay. I never do that first part at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. That's weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the, back to the helmet though. The, the thing about the helmet that I'm most excited about is it's, this is, it's kind of, and this is going to sound weird to say about a half helmet, but this is going in that same vein as like the Helite does. It's the protection that is there when you need it and like out of the way when you don't. That's the idea. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the, that's still and remains the holy grail of good protection, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just a giant air bubble that pops up around you. Yeah. It's just, whoop, <laughs> now you're protected and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's awesome. That'd be cool. I, I, yeah. I'm excited to see where they go with this. I hope, I hope they do okay. Mostly because, you know, not cause I want to have them really. Yeah. Um, but, but see where they go. Exactly. I want to see what more they can do. You right. know, this, this feels like the, the leading edge and it makes a degree of sense to do the half dumb cause they, they can make it relatively cheap cause it's relatively little material. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a full face in this is a thousand dollar adventure at least. And, and um, that, and that audience is there. Yeah. And, and, and they can sell a lot of them. And they're it's hungry for something different. Do you really think they're hungry for something different? I mean, honestly, if you're going out and you're buying a, a shitty beanie helmet anyway, are you really thinking about like, am I going to be protected? Is that, is that even a, like a function of your, your decision making? I think it depends. I mean, there's going to be gradients, right? So there's that dude who will just happily take a DOT sticker and slap it onto his baseball cap and mm-hmm. ride by with his finger in the air. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few grades down, there's going to be that dude who wants that protection, but he looks in his mirror every time he walks mm-hmm. down. He's like, I don't want to look like that dork. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look bad. I want to look good. I want to look mm-hmm. cool. When I want to ride down the street for going from bar to bar with Ted, mm-hmm. I want to look like I'm out of an episode of Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. so if you, if, if, if you can get that, that novelty, Look, novelty, half dome, you know, there's no helmet here. Look. Yeah. And pay a little bit more and have a real helmet. I think there are, there's that audience out there for that. Okay. I think. I think, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about it. You know where I think this is going to hit its sweet spot? Hmm. Is the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, it's actually the Harley crowd who wants to buy a helmet, but they don't want the full face. Right. It's going to be that, that sweet spot is going to be a three quarter with the face shield zone. That's where I think this is going to probably hit a sweet spot. Okay. And you know, those aren't the most, those aren't the most fashionable helmets, but if you want to go anywhere without a full face helmet, that's pretty much where you got to wind up, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I am, I think it's there. I think there's, there's an audience there hmm. and they might not even know that they want this helmet yet. It's a good point. It's one thing to see the, you know, I, that's, and you know, the heaviness people are talking about may actually work for it because you pick up the novelty and it's like shitty plastic and you yeah. pick up something heavy and very solid. You're like, Oh, oh that's a helmet. Hey, wait, this is, hang on a second. Made in America. Just a moment. American helmet. Hey, hey. Yeah. As opposed to a, to a, is this JC made in America? I can't be. No, there's no way. <laughs> no way. Where's an HJC in this room? Why do I not have anything HJC in this entire room? Because it's filled with spiders. That's what you were waving at. I know it. I was not waving at a spider. It was dead. <laughs> it was a dead spider. That I've doesn't on, make it not a spider. I've been on, I've been on a slaying mission down here. <laughs> I cleaned up all the old traps and put out new ones. I barely caught any new spiders in the new traps. So clearly, my 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 extermination 
clearly worked. they're getting smarter. Or it's only the smart ones left who will creep up the back of your chair. <laughs> you're you're killing the dumb ones. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Chuck. And neither did the spiders. You're breeding a super spider down here. Maybe. You're scared of spiders, too. I call him Steve. <laughs> you can't make peace with him. No, I, I can't, actually. <laughs> That's how you know my extermination approach isn't real. Because, <laughs> you know, I want them dead just as bad. I want them super dead. I threw out a bin in the garage because there was a spider in it that was too big. I, I see I nothing like, wrong see later. <laughs> I don't want this bin anymore, thunk. Because if there's one big one, there's more. <laughs> That's just the one you saw. Yeah. He's got a whole family back yeah, there. Between the spider traps and the mouse trap, my garage is like a it's like a it's like a death gauntlet for small animals. <laughs> the spiders are not animals. They are monsters. Monster are animals. Things of nightmares. All right. Back I to AM Expo, which was largely spider free except for that hotel you stayed in. Uh yeah, well all the meth killed the spiders. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. And and STD blood that we found on the floor. (laughs) All the spiders died from embarrassing STDs. (laughs) Spider transmitted disease? (laughs) STDs, sexually spider trans... All right. So what's next on the the menu? Let's talk to HD, Harley-Davidson. Okay, so we're here with Matt from Harley-Davidson. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Yeah, thanks for coming. So... Thank you for saying that. That's, that's very nice. That's very polite of you. <laughs> uh, you were raised properly, sir. Uh, having a good time at the show? We are having a great time. So, yeah. you know, we're here in the giant Harley booth. This is the first time Harley as a company has come to the AM Expo. Is that's that, correct, okay, yeah. Usually yep. it's been a dealer-run thing, a local thing. Yeah, I mean, we've. this is our first year at the AM Expo. Really happy to be here. Um, it's a great industry event and mm-hmm. uh, really a lot, lot of things, cool things going on in the industry this year. Uh, and a, really, in particular, a lot of cool things going on at Harley Davidson. So exactly. we're really excited. Got a, a lot of new stuff. Show our new products. Yeah. Yeah. So we're standing right next to one of them, the Fat Bob here. Yeah, the Fat Bob. This this is one of the brand new soft tail models that we introduced just a couple of weeks ago. A whole line of soft. Yeah, tails, eight right? new soft tails, uh-huh. and uh, it's really a big news. I mean. You know, I think a lot of people in the industry expected when we introduced the Milwaukee 8 engine a year ago in our touring bikes, they figured, hey, you know, a year from now they're going to put it in the soft tails and the Mm -hmm. Dynas. Probably not a big secret, but I think we really surprised a lot of people when we came out with an all-new platform, Mm -hmm. a brand-new soft tail motorcycle built from the ground up, combines the best qualities of both the previous soft tails and the Dynas into one all-new platform. And this bike is really one of the coolest ones, I think. It's the new Fat Bob. It's got the Milwaukee 8 engine, uh, but a very aggressive styling, uh, great suspension. Um, it kind of doesn't look like a Harley. Well, we ca- we like to joke this. This is a bike to escape the zombie apocalypse. It's got a little bit of a, it's got a very aggressive look. Re- it's got some details that are very reminiscent of the previous version of the Fat Bob, the big front tire with the aggressive tread, kind mm-hmm. of an aggressive riding position. Uh, but really, we've kind of we've just ramped up all of those elements of the styling into in, into the fat bob. It feels more modern. Yeah, it looks yeah. more modern. And I'll tell you, it really feels more modern too. Uh, it's lighter, it's stiffer, it handles better. It's got more lean angle, and of course, it's got a lot more power. And that's really the big story across the entire Softail family, is from the built from the ground up. These bikes, they're lighter, they're faster, they handle better, they do everything better than any of the previous versions of the bikes. Are there any changes uh, to the motor from 
uh, the last one, last bikes yes. that was in? Yeah, because these, so the new engine is rigidly mounted in the chassis, and so uh, we added a second counterbalancer. So the current Mo Milwaukee 8 engine in the touring bikes is a single counterbalancer. We added a second counterbalancer to the version that's in the soft tails to cancel out kind of about 100% of the primary vibration at idle. Mm -hmm. And then it helps, of course, the bikes are smoother at, at higher speeds as well. So very smooth riding bikes, but they still sound great. Still look, sounds, and feel like a Harley. Okay. Um, but we've really, we've really upped, upped our game, I think, in a lot of, a lot of areas. Yeah, it just... It's now this bike has the inverted front forks, so it's a little more of a, uh, and it has a very steep, has a 28 degree uh, neck angle. Yeah. So this bike is set up to be a really very flickable, really fun, very dynamically capable bike. Um, some of the other bikes have a, more of a traditional um, dual bending valve suspension technology front end, mm -hmm. uh, similar to what we have on our touring bikes, uh, all calibrated and tuned specifically to each chassis. Now, the line's been announced for a couple weeks now. Yeah, right? we yep. What kind of response are you hearing back from Well, the, the response people? has been, from, I'll tell you, it's interesting because, you know, you hear on the Internet, you know, there are a lot of people, oh, it killed the Dyna. Right. But uh, the response that we've actually had from the dealers and the media, and more importantly, people that have actually ridden the bikes, mm -hmm. are like, whoa, these are fantastic. A whole different game. You've you got to ride the bike to appreciate it, to really understand all the improvements that we've made. Um, and really, you swing a leg over one of these... Uh, and you're going to be a believer, you'll be converted, I guarantee it. Because, again, they do everything better than the previous generations of bikes. So we're really proud of them, really happy with them, and uh, I think they're going to be uh, very successful. And looking at the styling on this bike, especially from the front, I mean, you just, at least for me personally, I don't get any sort of sense of nostalgia looking at this bike. This seems like a modern bike. Yeah, this right? bike absolutely. You know, we have other bikes in the line, and you know, we happy to, we can. You know, we, we should take a look at it. But we got the heritage. We have sure. the slim. We have the low rider. The those are bikes that draw very, very strongly from Harley Davidson's styling heritage and our tradition and our history. But you know, from a, a from a look standpoint. Uh, but then there's other bikes, and they, you know, love the Fat Boy, for example, the new Fat Boy, mm -hmm. one of the most iconic uh, cruisers ever made. I mean, everybody remembers Schwarzenegger riding one yeah. in Terminator 2, a bike that really has been an icon in and of itself. Well, we've taken that bike in a in a pretty cool new styling direction, and 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 up. It looks like a Fat Boy, but it looks like a modern Fat Boy. So, you know, we've got a little bit of summer for everybody. Who are you fishing for with this bike? Who's well, your you know, the audience for this is I, it's is is some, maybe someone that's looking for something that's more of a power cruiser type of a bike, mm -hmm. um, like not maybe not your traditional not, Harley. Not rider. a not a hardcore sport bike rider, but maybe someone that's coming off of a sport bike that okay. wants a bike that's a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more practical, but still really fun to ride, fast, very capable. Uh, yeah, we absolutely think that this is a bike that's going to appeal to a. Hopefully, a new and a different type of person that mm -hmm. maybe has you know traditionally been on on a Harley cruiser. Sure. Um, but everyone talks about how the industry, the, either our customer base is getting smaller, getting older. Yeah. Yeah. So you know everyone's looking for a new way to hook in younger millennials, hipsters, just even dudes like me who yeah, it, it, don't actually right. usually ride a cruiser. Right. Well, you know that's something we've been focused on and talk about a lot is how do we grow ridership how do we get more people involved in the sport mm -hmm. uh, you know the numbers that we have say you know somewhere between two and three percent of the population has a motorcycle license 
That's a pretty small number. Yeah, it's low. Right? I mean, it's a unique, it's a cool thing to do, and we all know that as riders. Right. Uh, but we need to sh we need to spread the word to more people. We need to get more people, friends, family, people that you know, spread the word, tell them how cool it is to ride a motorcycle, because the reality is there's some really cool stuff, things that you can do you can only do on a motorcycle. And, you know, and it might maybe it's touring the country. Maybe it's going to Europe and riding in the Alps. Maybe it's just cruising around, uh, you know, a cool downtown area or you know for if you're a young urban person you know a bike is a cool way to get around it's practical it's convenient uh so there's a lot Surely of things a that, girl will jump jump on the back of the well, bike at I a mean, gaslight or right. a stoplight somewhere right so that's gotta happen that's the dream right i'm bike, sure it's happened to somebody bike once. this cool looking i mean someone has to jump on the back <laughs> exactly so it's got a little pillion seat got passenger pegs <laughs> Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. Your chance, you know, your chances are less, they're better than zero. Right. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. You know, whatever, whatever we can do to grow the sport, share the, the passion and excitement that we all have. Uh, it's is, just going to be good for everybody. Is that sort of like what the, the whole new line of soft tails is about? Is just trying to appeal to a bigger audience? Well, we certainly, we, we certainly hope that any bike that we come out with is, you know, we don't, we don't pigeonhole our bikes and say, this bike is for this person or this bike is for that person. We may have a customer profile in mind when we design a bike but we also know that a, any given bike can appeal to a broad spectrum of people because you don't i mean but, not to be insulting but you don't look like a cruiser guy you, well i mean I, you know you I, I, I i have i'm a hardtail shovel i don't know if shovel head kick only but i don't know if that makes me a cruiser guy or not but i also enjoy touring bikes and and I like riding. Yeah, you just like riding. I, I like riding any bike. I right. like I love riding all of our bikes. I mean, I, I you know I ride touring bikes. Um, I've ridden this bike. I, we uh, when we introduced this bike, we did a, a ride out in in Angeles Crest I, Highway in California. And I'll tell you, this bike was a blast to have on those roads. I can't wait to ride this bike. This yeah. bike is this bike really speaks to me as yeah. And I'm I am not a typical Harley rider. In fact, I'm the Buell rider. Yeah? So I'm oh, I have a Buell. I have a Ulysses. <laughs> Me too. I Well, I just sold it a couple months ago, but I, I've had two Ulysses, yeah. and I love that brand. You know, that was really, that was an awesome bike. It's a fun bike. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, this is a bike that is very capable. Now, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to go overboard, but you can have an amazing amount of fun on this bike, and you, anyone that rides it, I think is going to really be impressed by the capability this bike's got. You know, it's got quite a bit of lean angle. And, you know, you'll scrape the pegs, you know, if you really get aggressive with it. But, you know, a really good rider on this bike could embarrass some people on a sport bike. Mm -hmm. It's that. It's that good. Um, and it's it's fun to ride. And, you know, it's got the characteristics, too, of, you know, of, of a V-twin. It's got a lot of torque. Yeah. Usable power. Uh, really just a, a bike that's fun to ride through cur curves or stoplight to stoplight. Um, yeah. Is there something else you could show us that you're, you're excited about? As yeah, I mean, let's, why don't we, we talk, walk over? Why don't we talk about some of the new one of the new touring bikes? Okay, cool. Kind of take us in a little bit of a different direction. Uh, this is the new Street Glide Special. It's so glittery. Yes. It's so sparkly. Yeah, hard candy custom. My daughter would love this. This. So we've taken the the Street Glide Special and the Road Glide Special, which have been two of our most popular and best-selling bikes for the last half decade um, and we take them in a little bit of a new styling direction mm -hmm. um, I was going to say this looks more swoopy more blacked out finishes yeah. a very really enhancing the kind of the, the custom hot rod bagger uh, look and trend that's really popular and we've been a, a leader in our bikes you know you, we call it a touring bike but 
because it's in the touring family. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's got the hard we sell, bags. We sell uh, this bike is our number one selling bike to almost every demographic segment that we track: women, young adults. Really? Yeah. It it's a super cool bike and it's a very practical bike and you do a lot of things with it. If you just, if you want to look cool and use it as a cruiser, you can do that. Right. If you want to tour, if you want to tour with it, if you want to ride, take take long rides with it, it's a very capable motorcycle. It's great suspension, great engine, great brakes. Mm-hmm. It's got the it's got the, the touchscreen infotainment system with built-in GPS. It's touchscreen, okay. Yeah, I mean these. It, it's really cool. You can stay connected when you're on the road, or you know, if you don't want to stay connected, you can just turn it off. Sure. Um, well, you know, all those lawyers and accountants need to stay accessible to their clients. That's right. <laughs> you know, they, they can't all be out playing golf. <laughs> right. They should be riding. That's right. It's healthier. Stretched saddlebags is a little bit lower than the standard models, but um, and I don't have one of the standards to show you, but we've kind of again diverged the stylistic direction stylistically. Uh, the standard base models of these bikes have more of the high chrome look, and we've taken these bikes in a more blacked out direction. Okay. Um, just very, very cool, very, very custom looking, and very on trend. We think so. We know this is going to be a very popular and now are selling these bike. A, these bikes available today? Or? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're already they, taking they, orders. They're already there are dealers are selling them like hotcakes, literally. Okay. Yep. What else? You ain't, anything else you need to show us? Or? Well, uh, we could take a look at one of the CVOs if you want. We, yeah, sure. Want to talk at the top of the line, Harley, and see what that's all about? I, I don't know if my blood can take that, man. <laughs> that's uh... you, but you do. I'll, I'll, you know, you got to have a, a pretty robust checkbook uh, to afford one of these. But yeah, let, let's see what that's about because I'm sure. So this is the. Uh, oh my God. This is the CVO Limited. This is actually the 115th anniversary paint version of our CVO Limited. So this is the most limited of the limited. And uh, if you're not familiar with the CVO, I mean these are our top of the line bikes, custom vehicle operations. They are they come from the factory, highly customized. Uh, what makes this bike unique is it has new for 2018. We have the 117 cubic inch Milwaukee. Eight engine, which is available, the largest and most powerful OEM production engine we've ever installed in the Harley Davidson. What kind of numbers are we talking about? It's exclusively available in the CVOs. Makes about 125 foot-pounds of torque. Holy crap! So it's a real stump puller. They really, uh, they really get up and go. But the whole bike really is everything about the bike is premium, from the paint to the accessories that are on it, the uniquely stitched stitching on the seat, heated seats, heated grips. luggage rack it's got all the amenities of touring but it's packaged in, in a, really in a, a beautiful this uh, is a $44,000 bike it is a $44,000 bike as I said not for the faint of heart or light of checkbook but this but, is in American dollars not Canadian yes it is Mexican. yes it is and we'll sell every single one that we can make but we limit the amount that we make because we want to keep the bikes pretty exclusive yeah, limited yeah. yes this absolutely. is a $44,000 motorcycle yeah this is more than my car. <laughs> it's, yeah. This is it's a hell of a lot cooler than your car. It is a hell of a lot. This is more than my the savings for my daughter's college education so far. Well, wow. you know, college wow. is out is unreasonably it's expensive these right? days. Who needs college? <laughs> wow. So, so I'm standing here in front of you, making the faces I'm making. Sell me this bike. 
<laughs> what is it about this bike? I'm, I'm just going to. What be really like... makes this what? So the what makes our CVO bikes so popular is, is it, it, these are for these are for the customer that wants the best of the best. They want exclusivity. They want something that's very premium, but they also want something that not everyone else has. And you believe it or not, so. Typical CVO owner owns multiple motorcycles. They might own other Harleys. They maybe own other CVOs. Um, they're they obviously are they're dedicated riders, experienced riders. They love the brand, but again, they want something that's exclusive, that's unique, and that's different. And believe it or not, they'll take this bike and they'll customize it from here. Our CVO customers, on average, spend more on additional parts and accessories and customization to their bikes than the average buyer of a stock bike. Really? Yeah. That's... So it's, you know, it, it's really, it's about having the best of the best, the ultimate, a little bit about showing off, um, Just a but little. having something that not everyone else has. That's, that's, that's really that's the bottom it, I mean, line. You're going to show up at the kickstand club right. and you're the only one right. on this thing. Right. No one else has and got this, the 117 because it doesn't come in any other bike. And this seems set up as a touring. Bike. This is this is the limited model. We also have a street glide and okay. a road glide okay. uh, versions of the CVO, and they With have to the they have motor. They all have the, they all share the 117 engine, and they all okay. have you know they've got big audio too. The street glide has a 900 amp or excuse me 900 watt I, stereo I, system I standard. Admit, I've always been really impressed with Harley's audio. Yeah. Just when I've done test rides, demo rides, it's amazing to me to be on a motorcycle listening to music it, from the bike. It, it's it's a big opportunity for us. I mean, we know that that you know people are looking to express themselves in a lot of different ways in with motorcycles. For some people, it's speed, it's power, it's performance. For some, for people, some people, it's it might be chrome and, and the looks, and right? And for some people, it's sound. And there's a lot of different ways to make yourself known with some with sound and music. People love to listen to music on bikes. I'm almost afraid to touch this bike. Forty four thousand right. dollars. Just wow. don't worry about it. Don't you don't have to worry about scratching it. What is this? So that whole this bike is twin cooled. This bike actually has liquid cooled cylinder heads. Okay. With radiators and fans in the lower um, this in the lower fairings. And that's okay. where it's all housed in there. Okay. Wow, man. Well, this is an amazing place to end on. <laughs> I'm still interested in that fat bob. That seems yeah. realistic to my pocketbook. Thanks so much for talking with us. Yeah, you're man. welcome. This is, this is really cool. It's neat to see Harley here as a corporate presence. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm. I encourage you. You know, if you got a chance, you know, we got demo rides going on all weekend. I, I you got to check those it. out. I will be doing it. Or certainly, you know, any you know, going to any dealer and ask them to do a test drive, swing a leg over them, or any of your listeners as well. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, that's it from Harley. Little, Chuck, little bit of showing off. Little, little bit of showing off. Chuck, can I? Uh, can I borrow forty-four grand? Fuck no. <laughs> okay. Can I just have it? No. Because, you know, I mean, the, 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 the CVO road glide that I rode in days of yore was the fucking bomb. That was the one you didn't want to give back. It better be for $44,000. One would hope, right? I mean, I mean, realistically, that, that is rather a There lot had better be a slot in the seat for me to put my dick into while I'm riding. Mm, mm. That better be the improvement this bike has over the ones we mm-hmm, rode. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. holy shit, $44,000. That's a lot of money. So they talk about this exclusive market. I got to be honest. Every time I hear them talking about that, I feel like it's a code. Because <laughs> the code they say, for what? Rich idiots. Um, but <laughs> they're all they're all like, 
Hi, John. <laughs> Modus, Harley, all of these are like, we got to get this exclusive market, you know? And like, cause they'll, they'll be like the person who wants something a little different or the, you know, the person who wants something yeah. really exclusive and they own a whole bunch of motorcycles. I'm like, so it's either, it's, it's rich idiots or it's like the one guy you made this bike for, you know? <laughs> and I suspect that's John and Modus's jam right there. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you, hi. I'm John. They're like, oh, you've arrived, John Target Market. How's it going? <laughs> that's a weird last name, but yeah, John Target <laughs> that's, Market. That's me, John Target Market. <laughs> I brought my checkbook. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to customize this a bit further. In fact, we've already filled it out for you. <laughs> Here's the <laughs> every last check. <laughs> every last check is filled out, and here is your here is your buying thing. But yeah, I get get back to the. We're looking for the. I mean, uh, clearly these exclusive exist and sell. Otherwise, and, they and wouldn't buy do them. them. Yeah, yeah, I. Wow, man. Wow. Okay, I got I to gotta roll back, though. A couple things I got to go for. Mm-hmm. First of all, I totally thought you guys were going to hug when you were talking about Ulysses there for a minute. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, here comes the hug. It's hug time. We talked more about it after it's we turned it off. We spent... I, this is my shocked face, Chuck. We spent about 15 minutes talking about Eric. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. <laughs> well, we we could have we could have docked. Yeah, it was, it was. We were close. We got we got tight. <laughs> it's a near thing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, hey, bro was there. It got kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so so the other the other part. The you could embarrass sport bikes on this. I'm like, shots fired. Now he did say he had to have a good rider on that bike. Okay, and yes. he didn't say anything about the rider on the sport bike. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be Billy on that sport That's bike. That's true, because there, there, <laughs> there has been more than one time I've come behind Billy on various totally ill-suited motorcycles, up to and including a Ural, <laughs> and been on Billy's ass in the corner like, Billy! Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's, uh... And, you know, when I rode that bike... It felt really agile for what, mm-hmm. it, you know, the big yeah. tires and the big. Well, everything. it keeps coming back to me. It, it, it comes back good. for what it is. Yeah. Like, big front tire is not your friend for handling. Yeah. I'd never, and I, and to be fair, I never took it really fast around any of the corners mm-hmm. or the sweepers. And yeah. I, I was too busy looking for orange arrows to tell me where to where go. Where the hell it was supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is again where we're so different. I've been like, I can't find an orange arrow and fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying too hard to stick to the route. You're so, you're so. Rule following. I'm such, it's, it's the Japanese in me. I don't mm-hmm. want to toe the line. Yeah. Yeah. And you would think they would lay out a route that was pretty cool. Yes, you would think that. And their route was pretty shitty yep. compared to the other when, routes. When I test rode the Ulysses, they sent a guy with me on a Sportster. Oh, okay. And uh, at one point... See you, sucker! At one point, he just looks over at me. He's like... <laughs> you're not going to get... Just, just go for it, dude. You're not going to get the point of this bike if you, you stay just, with me. Yeah. You know what? Here we are. We're coming to the highway. Just... Just let it rip. Just go. <laughs> yeah, because cool. that's what you need to do on a Ulysses yeah. or any of the Buells. Yep. yep. Or EBRs or you so, know, anything Eric touches. The other thing that sprang out and that I made a note about as I was listening to that was we killed the Dyna. Good. I don't know. Chris is like, even, even Dyna's are almost like a Sportster. You know, yeah, I, you know what the trouble is with the Dyna is? It's like a Sportster, except it's heavy and fucking slow. You've just inspired Chris to make another long, angry post. Angry, long post. Any second. <laughs> yeah, you know what the Dyna was? The Dyna was like, like, like the fat cousin of the Sportster who's like, hey guys, can I go fast like you? And they, they the Softail, which is hands down one of the best bikes Harley's ever made and continues to be. And they put their money there. Good freaking plan, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's based on my test ride, misnamed. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think it is a soft tail. Mm-hmm. I think it is a fire tail. Mm-hmm. And they should call it that mm-hmm. until they fucking fix it. Oh. <laughs> what do I, you mean, Jim? I have opinions. Okay. About that. Just fucking too much heat. Well, it is air-cooled. Fucking too much heat. You do realize which air we're talking about, right? Which is specifically the air in the immediate vicinity of the cylinders and the chuck. I owned a Buell. Yeah. Where they had to come out with a whole accessory kit to try to control heat. Yes. Not as hot as the Fat Bob. Sure. Sure. Why are you saying that was such a calm tone? Like, yeah, what do you expect? Because the engine is smaller and narrower. Don't care. Mm-hmm. They should. The surface area to engine interior is much greater on a Sportster engine. See, now you're talking like an engineer. You're like, well, of course it's going to make more heat. Yeah. Just, just ride it. It's going to make more heat. Are you going to ride it? No, I'm not. Fuck you. <laughs> I just want you to buy it for me. You go ride it, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I want that bike. I don't want to ride that bike and be like, yeah, my leg is suffering fifth degree burns. So your but, problem uh, is, you, is you rode it too far. I rode too far. The bars I, in Columbus are like, they're right there. Like, like five feet apart, basically. I should have just gone down the main, yeah, main street. You did it wrong. I did it You're wrong. You're doing it wrong. I, I, you were wrong bar. and bad. Again. This bike is not. Again. For you. They laid out a poor demo route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they had just laid out a, a line. Straight to the bars and back. <laughs> and back. Yeah. I would have different things to say about this bike. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But no. And yeah. it's, it's in, in that posture, he's talking about the, you know. The aggressive riding posture? No, it hurts. Yeah, that was the only thing I heard Drew and Rose say about that, is how it, much that posture sucked. It puts you in the sea. And yeah, that's, that's not, not aggressive. I don't do yoga every morning. Aggressive be something like, sort of sporty, I dare say. I need to hump a football. Yeah, well, not even that. Just like straight, you know, like a sportster sits. Oh, like a sportster, you know, yeah. Slight okay. foot forward. Or, V-rod. or the, those, the sportster R's with the mid, with the mid, uh, the mid controls. Yeah. You know, I, I need to try a different model in the soft tail line. I don't think yeah. the fat Bob, as much as I love the looks of the fat Bob, I don't think that bike and me. And I think the fat Bob's were. and the last time you rode one, the previous fat Bob, you were also underwhelmed. And underwhelmed, I was just but like, not on it, fire. But... Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't remember at all saying anything about the heat on the previous fat Bob. No, 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 that didn't come up. <laughs> And the motor on this fat ball mm-hmm. was way cooler than the one on the previous yeah. one. The previous one was like the here you go, you can have it back. Yeah. Don't need it. The motor on, on the new fat bob is exciting as fuck. Cool. But But yeah. Hot. Burns. Burning. Burning, burning, burning like burning. fire all around. Uh huh. No. Okay. Just no. There, there. No. There. There. No. <laughs> So the CVO line. Did they make a Sportster CVO? <laughs> I don't see. I, I have a hard time. I, I can't. I don't think I buy that they would. No, seriously, because the money. There are times it feels like uh, there is that. Actually, that's a good point. I send money. The question is, do you have money? <laughs> um, yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, then we can custom do anything. Because it seems like the thing they keep doing with the Sportster line is they keep trying to make it like more. And more like bobbery, targeting the hipster market aggressively with that. Yeah, because it's like their lower, lower costing one. Like it's an entry drug. Yeah, it's an entry point. Yeah, I stand by it. And it's like one they of the still see it. They, as make. A, they still see it as uh, the I entry know, point. I know they see it as the entry point, despite it being one of the better things they make. The gateway drug. Yes. Until you can get on a gateway drug, it's faster than the real Harley. Until you can get on a real bike. Mm-hmm. Until you're mad enough so to like, something slower, something. 
Hey, manlier. Sounds like I need an a- AARP card. Manly. You don't you don't need testicles with hair. Well, here's the thing. We'll Chuck. take care of that hair right I don't, away. I don't think I can buy some of these Harleys like you can. I, when when the more of the gray fills in in my beard, I'll be set. Well, no, because you're asking me for forty four thousand dollars. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can't buy that. Harley. You have to. You if need, you're asking me for forty four thousand dollars, you can't you need, buy that. You need Harley. more more gray in your beard for for forty four thousand dollars. <laughs> That's where the gray in your beard comes from. <laughs> Go write the check for $44,000 and come Go back to me with that oh, rich brown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's up next? Let's talk to our friends at Senna. Mm, they are our friends. I like Senna. All right. So we're here with Rick, who we've had on the podcast before from Senna. I finally can remember how to say that correctly. <laughs> And uh, we're here at AIM Expo to see what's new from you guys. The thing we've been chomping at the bit personally right. is, is the smart helmets. Yeah, that's the uh, new uh, Momentum INC helmet. The INC helmet is a noise cancellation system. Okay. So basically what we've got inside, I don't know if you can capture this, you can kind of see the ear padding that's inside here that provides internal microphones and external microphones that will pick up the sound and then through the INC uh, algorithm it actually cancels out that bad exterior noise. Okay. Included in this is the Bluetooth communications here. This is based off of our 10R system that's been in the market now for three years, Mm -hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, Great solid system. Uh, It's going to give you four-way intercom. Of course, it Bluetooths with your cell phone. Um, And then not only does it have noise canceling, which is uh, this button here, but it also has ambient noise control. Great. So if someone's talking to you, right, you can, you can turn on the ambient noise, and what it's going to do is going to it's going to basically turn the system off, and allow and the external speakers mm-hmm. are going to be able to uh, uh, pick up that noise from outside. That's great. Be able now, to hear it. Last year you had sort of the proof of concept of this thing, yeah. and you know you put that thing on and you just hear nothing. Nothing. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I've talked to a lot of people about that, about how amazing that is. And the yeah. first question everyone asks is, well, what about people honking at you? What about, you know, cars swerving, braking? Well, this is the point of the INC system. It is supposed to take all of that external noise like that. You're still going to be able to hear it, okay. but nowhere at the level of what you were hearing it before. Okay. It's all just faded. It's, it, it is faded. That's and amazing. so a lot of what you get when you're riding, especially, is all that wind noise coming at you, mm-hmm. right? And so through the INC system, it's going to cancel out a lot, uh, a lot of that uh, wind noise. Okay. So where, for instance, one of the most quiet helmets on the market today is at about an 82 uh, uh, dB noise level, we're rated at about 65. Wow. So it really reduces that noise tremendously. Okay. And now looking at this versus what we saw last year, yep. this looks like a production model. This is yep. ready to go. It's very near a production model. 
There's a couple tweaks we still want to do to it. Uh -huh. So we're hoping that we can get this released at the beginning of next year. Beginning of next year. Do yep. you have any hints about pricing? Pricing on this, I think, is probably going to be in the 550 range. I think 556. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's less than I was expecting. Yeah. Wow. Right now, what we have, the little brother to this is over here. We have the product, which is Momentum, but we have what's called the Momentum Light. Okay. And the Momentum. So the difference between these helmets, Momentum Light is based off of our 10S right. headset. Okay. Uh -huh. That's four-way intercom, right? Mm -hmm. Still pair with Bluetooth right. and all of that. The Momentum is based off of our 20S oh, okay. system. So you're going to get eight-way eight uh, intercom and uh -huh. all of the goodies of the 20S. Uh -huh. So that's how we distinguish between okay. the two. Then we're going to go to the INC, okay. and then eventually we're adding video. So mounted, if you can take yeah, a look up here. Let's look back over here. Take a look up here at the top. We're actually incorporating video camera. That is very cool. And this video camera, I believe, is going to be, and don't hold me to this, 4K with Wi-Fi. Okay, so is that comparable to your prism? This is actually above. Will be above. It's yeah, this newer... is going to be above prism. Okay, right. That is uh, that is very cool. Now, will, will this version also have the, the noise canceling and whatnot, or is this just a? We'll be introducing the got, like, so many Pro. combinations. Uh, yeah, now. we've got about four actually, four different combos at the very high end. We're going to be introducing, it's going to be Bluetooth, it is going to be the INC, noise canceling, and it's going to be the camera. Wow. So you guys are like, I mean, these, these look like pretty solid helmets. Here, what we're showing is also the Calvary, which is half helmet application with the 10R integrated into the helmet itself. And if we take a look at this... The one thing that is missing, or you don't see, are the speakers and the microphone. Sure. That's because that's the speakers. Oh. So the speakers is coming in a downward angle, and the microphone is built in to the forehead area. And that works? Absolutely Shut it up. works. Really? Picks up the, picks up the, the, the voice beautifully. That's amazing. And because it's 10R, you're still getting that four-way intercom. Uh-huh. Right? And parable to the cell phone and, and so forth. Okay. So that's a neat way to keep it all oh, yeah. flush. And I, in our V-twin market, you can't keep these things in stock right now. All right. Now, when we talked to you last year, when you were starting to talk about the smart helmet, we asked you... You know how much hate mail you were getting from helmet manufacturers because you were kind of barging <laughs> in on their space now. With well, here's here's what's funny. Okay, that's kind of turned around a bit. Really? So it's now it's a matter of the helmet manufacturers coming to us and saying, "Please don't do this. We'll give you a bag of money." <laughs> no, I wish, <laughs> but no. What they're saying is. We're now looking into 
Bluetooth helmets ourselves. Mm -hmm. Since Senna is the leader in Bluetooth, let's do a collaboration sure. in order to okay. incorporate your electronics into our helmet. Okay. So we're doing a lot of that. So yeah. that's sort of a step beyond what you guys are doing where you were kind of offering like the after yeah. market to pack into a helmet. Yes. They're looking at doing that right as an OEM. Exactly. Our OEM business has has grown tremendously. That's amazing. Man. And we're dealing now with some of the biggest companies in the world. Uh, it was just introduced uh, last month uh, that uh, there's a collaboration between Senna Technology and Harley-Davidson. Oh, okay. So we are actually made a, uh, a uh, wireless module for their touring motorcycles, and they've chosen us as their Bluetooth company of choice. So I'll be able to get this helmet with like a big chrome skull and maybe like a spike coming out the top. You never know what can happen. Flames. You never... I need, I you need know, flames, flames, side of my face. exhaust, exhaust, right, right, yeah, really sure. loud, choppy we'll, exhaust. Yeah, we'll consider that, Chuck. <laughs> we'll consider that one. Can I have it doing that instead of it asking me to say a command? <laughs> I think I could live with that. I think I. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. That'd be pretty awesome. Okay, so we're looking for all of these about the, the around the beginning of next year. Okay, or? this is available now. This has been in the market. Two, three months. Okay. No, no more than that. Okay. It's been out for a few months. The Momentum Light and the Momentum will be available next month. Okay. Now, which Shippable. one's with the camera? The that's going to be the Momentum Pro. Pro, okay. And that's not going to be probably till later in the year, probably end of the year. Okay. So the ones next month, the Momentum and the Momentum Light, yeah. have the Bluetooth built in. Yeah, the build, Bluetooth is already built in. That'll be available next month. Based on two different center models today. Yes. The 10S and the 10R? And 20. 20. Okay. 20S. 20S and... The 10S. 10S, okay. Right. And then coming in 2018... Yep. This, this baby. The INC. Uh, this is the one that just seems like such a huge game... This is, this is a game change. This I is mean, a huge deal. Just, the anticipation on this has been over the top. Everybody wants it. Yeah. Everybody, there are people that are trying to do this. Uh -huh. They can't. Senna is unique in the matter of we, have our, we do all of our own development. Mm -hmm. So we have a set of engineers that are from the industrial network. Chained to a floor. Chained to a floor. Yeah. We don't let them out of their cages. Sure, right. Just and pictures of their family passed in. That's every now it. And, then. Yeah. and they come up with this stuff. How it works and how the best way for it to work. And that's why we've been the leader in technology. Mm -hmm. When people look at Senna, they're looking at what are they coming out next? What's happening next? Really, I kind of think when people look at Senna, they're like, I don't understand what this laundry list of model names and numbers even mean, man. <laughs> yeah, that can get a Every little bit. I think I'm caught up. You come out with like D10Z. Yes. Or 10R. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. Let me take you over here. Okay. Okay. Let's walk over here. Let's, let's walk over here. Let's do this without hurting ourselves. Yeah. 
We have a new system. Oh my god. Called the 30K. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? The 30K. Okay. So here's what's special this, about is this that. Is to be helmet mounted or is this, this is helmet mounted? Okay. Just like our other headsets. Okay. Okay. The 30K has special software called Mesh. Oh, is this Mesh the, Network? Yeah, the smart connection and yes, talk. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So basically with our I, mesh networking, you have the ability to pair 30K headsets mm -hmm. in an unlimited number of riders within a one mile radius. Mm -hmm. And that's called public mode. And they can drop in and out of that. Drop ride. in and out as yeah. they want. So let's say you got a couple guys that drop, drop out, then that mesh is just gonna connect up everybody, right? right? It's not gonna break Because those couple that guys connection. are on a Euro that's exactly. far slower than all the other bikes they're, they're riding with. Yeah, <laughs> that too. The private mode, there's a private mode uh -huh. that is a dedicated 16 riders, okay? Now, with those 16 riders in private mode, we can get to a distance of about five miles. Oh, okay. From rider one to the last rider. So the range is tremendous. How are they communicating? That's not through Bluetooth. That's right? not Bluetooth. That is actually the mesh okay. technology, which sent out, that's proprietary Senna is that, technology. Is that the Senna the feature where it, you go through the app on your phone to, because I remember we... we you think of Ride Connected? That, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Ride Connected is that's something separate. separate. Okay. Ride Connected is an app that you can have any Senna headset. It okay. doesn't matter. But as long as you got that app, you can create a group on your phone okay. through Ride Connected. And you don't have to be within a certain radius because it's cell yeah, phone. It's all cell phone. Yeah. I could have a guy in across the country as mm -hmm. one of my group, mm -hmm. and we yeah. can all be talking together. And it doesn't matter how many people. Now, when this thing's in public mode, yep. if there's someone I don't know with one of these yep. in public mode and they yep. get close to me, am I just automatically talking no, to them? No, it is okay. not, actually. It's, it's not a, that kind of public. It's <laughs> not that kind of public. Okay. It is a push of a button, though. Okay. So they can push a button and they can jump in the conversation. Okay. Hence public. Right. Gotcha. If you want to set just private mode, then you have that limited number of riders. People who and, are actually your friends. Yes. <laughs> and you nobody can break into that. So is this, uh, is this the FM radio antenna right here? That's actually for oh. the mesh network. Oh, okay. Does it pop up? Oh, it does. You're going to edit this, right? Okay. Okay, so that's for the mesh. Okay. So that's for the mesh networking. And then how you operate the mesh network is through this button right here. Oh. It's a one-touch operation. I don't have to say a command. You don't have to say anything. You Thank tap God. it, and all of a sudden, you're connected into the mesh network. All right. That's cool. So it's, a, it's really a, a, a tremendous uh, product. Um, product is actually should be sitting on the warehouse dock now. Okay. Anything else new? That's what we got going. That's what you got going. All That's right. what you know. Aside it's, from 
all of our regular stuff. It's pretty amazing. Every every year we come to this, and you guys just it's pretty cool. I mean, that helmet. Yeah. I would cheerfully kill some people right now for that helmet. <laughs> you just point them out. Well, if it comes to that, you give me a call first, and I'll make sure you get one. I don't want anybody dead over our products. I mean, no, if you've got a list, I will I will do it. <laughs> I am not involved in this conversation at all. all right. Well, thanks for talking to us, Rick. As always, you guys can go to Senna.com. Yep. And, or is it right, Senna? No, just, yeah, Senna.com. Senna.com. And check out their cool products. Both Todd and I use it. and yeah, It's awesome, it's, man. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Thanks. Chuck, I do have one unfortunate bit of news for you. <clears throat> yep. Neither of us will ever be able to wear that helmet. Yes, we will. I'll bring my belt sander. We'll make it work. <laughs> but we can't do it to the helmet because that might mess up the, the acoustics. and We'll have to do it to our skulls. Okay. All right. I see no problem with this. But the back of our skulls, there's We're lots of it. stuff we can sacrifice yeah, I, there. Uh, you, you yeah. Know, whatever. Yeah. yeah it'll be cool. fine. No it'll be, it'll be we, fine. We'll just throw some extra padding. We'll get a size too big and we'll throw some extra padding in it. That'll work, right? <laughs> stuff. Stuff. Some old socks. <laughs> some socks. It'll be like fine. A, take a t-shirt and kind of like roll it up, you know, yeah. stick it in there. Yeah. 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 It'll be good. Yeah. Absorb sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Terry Cry. Breathes great. Tuck your wallet up in there. Hey, that's a good thought. I hadn't thought of that. You could store things up there. You could store things like a squirrel. <laughs> you could hide Neat. your nuts. Wow. Have a little snack, your wallet, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, yeah. You shake your head and a nut falls down, you kind of hop. Yeah. It'd yeah, be good. fine. This is, I see nothing wrong with it this. It won't be a nest of spiders at all. No, no, that would never happen. <laughs> no, no. We have studios for that. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, that helmet looked like it was. It, was, it sounds it, cooler it, every time. I can't wait to see what it actually ends up costing and how it does. And oh god, if they just make an oval version of it, please, <laughs> for the love of God, make a super oval version of it. Yeah, I mean that's going to be one of their biggest challenges with the mm-hmm. helmet is just who's it, who are they going to make it fit. Yeah. So the other thing uh, that that, uh, that popped out at me that I didn't think of is things you don't think of: half dome riders. Mm-hmm. I take it for granted that if you want tunes in a helmet, you just go buy the thing off the shelf and put tunes in a helmet. Yep. Half dome riders do not have this. This is not a thing. I mean, they can sort of stick them on the pads, I guess, maybe? Or, you, I mean, like, with mine, I just, because I've got the, the ear earbuds. molded ones. Yeah, yeah, the custom molded buds, so I just wear sure. those. Yeah, yeah, so you wear earbuds, but you don't have, like, a Senna unit stuck on it somewhere, do you? Like, on the oh, top no, of I, it I or on the side or, like... I haven't tried putting a Senna unit on mine. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. is that you, you I, I take that for granted that you can just do that with a helmet, but with a half dome, that is presents all sorts of problems. I could swear they make a unit for half domes. So they make they make ones that go for three quarters. Okay. Because they, they basically with a three quarter, it's you, you just have a boom mic, and the rest of it's about the same. Right. Okay. You know, like most of these are set up for that, but the half domes, there's you know, like where the hell do you put it? Yeah. Right? Like where does it go? Where's nowhere to put it. Where are you gonna put the controls? Like on the back of your head? Like just up top here? Yeah, up on the side of your head where it will where it will create a, a pinch point for impacts. Sure. Why not? That would be bad. <laughs> um, well, you're wearing half dome anyway. You know, your point is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to, that's going to be the thing that you, you niggle about. 
Go. This all right here in front, you're going to yes. sand away, but you're worried about this little point up here. You're right. If I if I fly <laughs> off the bike and I land directly on the top of my head, that's going to be unsafe. <laughs> yep. So 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 I I had a chance. Uh, listeners will recall to play with the Cardo Smart Set. Yeah. It didn't blow me away. Well, I mean, they only sent you the one. Well, yeah, that's part of it. They only yeah. sent me the one. So, Senna, this is your chance to 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 annihilate them. Is give us give us two that we can give actually play with. So we can play with the mesh. <laughs> actually, I guess we need three to play with the mesh, wouldn't we? Yeah, drop in and you, out. You, me, yeah. and throw like Jen or random ass person. With yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because because no, we need four. No, five. We need five. no six. <laughs> we need six because then we could be me, you, Jen, Dale. Uh-huh. Claire, no uh-huh. seven. We need seven because then Sarah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And no, we need uh, eight because mm-hmm. Charlie and Heather because they'll be up sure. out of town. Yeah. Who knows? They yep. would definitely test mm-hmm. the dog. Absolutely. Uh, yep. So we need at least eight. You know, just send a ten. Crate. We need ten. <laughs> just send send a crate. <laughs> but yeah, so that I I and the mesh the mesh is similar where it has the like the meet random ass people. Mm-hmm. And so I was since I couldn't mesh it with anybody else, I was pushing the hell out of that button. You were just riding just like, around. Notice me. Sad time. Pushing the notice me button. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. A tear rolling down in your helmet. The thing is this. The Cardo one came with the mesh turned off. That's weird. Like, is by it... default, it is turned off. Is it a battery sucker? No, it's just that's how much they affect you. Like, the, the manual is mostly about doing Bluetooth and how you can do Bluetooth with everything and how great it is. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, and it has this mesh thing. <laughs> Which, if you go to the shows and talk to the remarking, that's all yeah. they talk about is the mesh. But I, 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 but I'm, what I'm what I'm interpreting from that is like this is how much we actually expect you to use this. Yeah, is like basically never. This is a neat shiny thing. Yes, look at the shiny thing. You got shiny. Shiny. You have all the shinies. You know, this, they're you looking know, for more you, exclusive. You know what this market. is? What is it? You know what this is? What? This is the wireless communication version mm-hmm. of. You'll totally pull up to a stoplight and a chick will jump on back. No, no, not quite. You're going to pull up to a stoplight and you'll see she's wearing a helmet with a communication system that's the same brand as yours. And you'll push the button and she'll be like, yes. And you'd be like, get on the back. And she'd be like, all right. Wait, so she's standing on the corner with the, with the helmet on. <laughs> yes. And the comm system yes. turned on. That's absolutely how this is going to work. <laughs> why can't you, why can't you see this happening? Uh, Think of the number of times you've been walking along and there's been someone attractive on a street corner wearing a helmet. How can I tell she's attractive if she's wearing a helmet? It's... Questions, questions! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, not to be horribly sexist, but what if if she's a butterface? Well, he... um, hmm. Then I'm, uh, I'm going to have to do like the coyote arm chew, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. assuming I can, you know, woo her with my. That's when you wheelie super talk. hard. <laughs> but I won't know until she takes the helmet off. Hmm. So you may actually never know. <laughs> I may. Actually it may be like one of those ships passing in the night kind the of things. The world will never know. She'd be like, "Are you my Uber? <laughs> here's here's a twenty, and you'll be like." Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Thanks. Take the 20 right <laughs> off. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 20 tacos. Yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, this plan seems far more likely than the first scenario. <laughs> yep. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to, I really, I want to try this mesh thing, but so far all the mesh ones are like, you know, again, the proprietary thing. Right. I'm like, oh, the proprietary just kills me, man. Cause it, like, when do you get that many people with the, with the, with the, all, all the, same the same thing? I mean, like, sometimes you get like a whole mess of different Senna's, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, they're, they're, they're the market leader, right? I mean, they make the best headsets. They make the most headsets. So like, that's going to be an ass only sent you one. That's really they're like, uh, <laughs> fuck you, Todd. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, they were Cardo, Scala, they, they were there like at the beginning yeah. and they were the only game in town and it was fucking awesome because you couldn't get a Bluetooth headset from anybody else. I loved, I fucking loved the G2. I was amazed by it. Everybody's like, is that nice? Is it really like, God is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I actually tried one of the more modern Senna's and I was like, wow, this is even better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's smaller, it's nicer. They, they've, they got the interface a lot more refined, but you know, like Senna's got all this stuff, even then. Not everybody has the same one. You got people with old SMH tens. You got like the you know the ten yeah. Rs, the ten Zs, the ten yeah. Qs, the PBQF, BBQ twenty S, and the guy's just screaming at his fucking helmet all day. Say a command, I'll do the fucking bitch. Say a command, and you don't want that guy in your mesh. But <laughs> you definitely he's don't. Just, he's just angry. <laughs> so angry. But yeah, even even then, the problem keeps coming back. Like, if the mesh requires everybody to have the same headset, unless you have like the club, yeah, it's, it's who like who like coordinates their buy. It's a club, or it's a job. Yeah, like like uh, marath- uh, marathon escorts. Yeah, yeah, bicycle race escorts. Yeah. It's going to be th- th- that's and even then, most of them bring their own shit. Well, now they'll be told what to buy. Oh, yeah, there you go. But yeah, I it, it I I want to like it. I want to love it because mm-hmm. because it, the group setup sucks. Mm-hmm. Sucks so hard mm-hmm. right now. Sucks so hard. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, what are the chances? Yeah, it, it's it, it feels like a roll of the dice. I want to try them. I want to see how they are. I want to try thirties because I want to I want to hear it too. I want to hear if the mesh is better, worse, okay. longer distance. I want to hear if I can still talk to you behind me when I go blazing ahead of you. Uh, but, I I just want that fucking helmet. Oh yeah, and, I and want the helmet. helmet so hard. The helmet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I'm I'm not I'm not holding my breath that it'll fit either of us. <laughs> it'll just be like wobbling on our head. The absurdly oh, oval head. I know what we do. What I got it. We get the okay. big helmet, mm-hmm. and then we get pads from Kirsch, and we just line the helmet. We use the Kirsch pads as filler. Yeah. <sighs> This this could work. This is how this we make legs. it work. This has legs. So what about? So here's here's the question. It just popped into my head. What if? What if Bell's custom helmet people mm-hmm. get working with the Senate people, and you can get a custom helmet with this system in it? That would be amazing. You, why, why your credit? Card, how did you even do that? You didn't even pull your wallet out. Your credit card just came <laughs> out of your arm. How is that even a thing? You just. You just summoned your credit card into existence. Welcome to the future, Todd. Holy crap. <laughs> I did, I, what? I'm willing to sell some things. It like, it like, it, it didn't even, it, your credit card appeared in your hand without crossing the intervening distance. I'll do some things. <laughs> wow. I won't be proud of them. That was amazing. I'll do them. Never seen anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> the, Bell and Senna need to talk. Are, are you guys listening? <laughs> you, Chuck. Chuck will have, as soon as you conceive the idea, Chuck's credit card <laughs> approval will come through your email. How do we, what did he even, wow. This, 
is how Bell sells that whole helmet thing. Yeah. Because I don't think they were, it really had a whole, I, I haven't heard a whole lot about it since no. they introduced it. Yeah, which seems weird. But this is how they give it legs. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. oh, you don't just get a, a Bell helmet. helmet. You get one that fits amazing you get the with smart. this shit that nobody else can get. Yeah. That exclusive group. Yeah. And some of them own several helmets. Hi, Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll look great with your CVO. Mm-hmm. Custom Chuck. HO. Chuck. Chuck. CVO owners aren't buying custom full faces. They will if they're this cool with matching paint jobs. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I matching didn't even think about it. Yep, yeah. You got me there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll be CVO slash CHO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on. This shit got real. <laughs> oh, yes. So I think we need to close it out in Gadget gadgets from am show with our friends at ktm yep so this is uh the one dude at the ktm booth mm-hmm. who i could get to talk to me mm-hmm. and he really just wanted to talk about the super adventure r just just so we're clear the dirtbag effect kicked in uh, a little bit mm-hmm. he wouldn't really talk to me until the guy with the camera bro walked away really and then he was more willing to talk to me but he did not want to be on camera for it and he wanted to really talk to me more as a KTM owner with this bike mm-hmm. and all the cool things about it versus mm-hmm. a, as a KTM official representative. So we are in the interest of security. We're going to call him Pablo. 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 Let's hear from Pablo. All right. Okay. So we're here in the KTM booth with uh, from KTM. How you doing? Um, good. How are you? Doing great. What do you do for KTM? Um, I'm in dealer development. So I'm a dealer acquisition manager uh, for the East Coast. Okay. For KTM North America. Okay. And we are standing uh, right next to the KTM 1290 Super Adventure R. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said that all right. There's a lot of things to remember there. And you were touching this bike very lovingly. <laughs> Tell me about this thing. Um, I, uh, I have a BMW GS, so yes. sell me this bike. <laughs> well, I'm biased, just uh, just you know, for the disclaimer. Um, I actually got this bike two and a half weeks ago. Um, I purchased it outright, so oh, okay. Um, that's how much I believe in this bike. Uh, I um, I had 1190R, which is the predecessor for the new 1290R. Mm-hmm. Um, I put 10,000 miles on it. Um, it was the best uh, street bike that I'd ever um, had up to that point. Um, Ten thousand is not a whole lot, so yeah, that's all it took for you to be like, yes. Well, I, I got a twelve ninety uh, Super Duke, and so okay. yeah, I decided um, that was, I worked um, for another company, and that was my personal bike. And then when I started working for KTM a couple years ago, I got my first demo and sold the eleven ninety, and uh, I have missed um, an adventure bike since then. Um, so I was really um, excited to get the, the 1290 Super Adventure R and um, the refinements to, to the 2017 product are exceptional. Um, okay. They have taken an excellent chassis, um, added some uh, updated suspension. Um, they put the 1301cc engine in it. Uh, so we have 160 horsepower as opposed to 150. Um, okay. Overall, this bike is... Um, is a GS killer, <laughs> and um, you know I think that um, the technology um, is probably the most technologically advanced adventure on the market. Okay. Uh, by far, not only with our six and a half inch uh, TFT screen. Okay, um, let's but talk with, about that. Yeah, absolutely. There's there is 
no sort of traditional control dash thing on this bike. I'm just looking at what looks like a little iPad mini kind of device, a little a, a, a tablet. Yeah, right? and that's exactly what it is. Um, so probably one of the biggest questions I get asked is, you know, can you see it in full sun or is it going to blind me, you know, and when, yeah, in the shade kill your, or... Kill your and night vision. I am, I, first of all, this, this won a design award. It was designed by Kiska. Uh, in Austria, and it, it won, uh, won a uh, design award there, and um, by far one of the best. I'm a real tech guy, and I like gadgets, and mm-hmm. this is by far one of the best features on this bike. Um, so it's got Gorilla Glass, so it you know is you know almost it. impervious. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, if it gets a hard impact, it would crack. But um, the the the, the um, display brightness is actually um, adjustable. To ambient light, okay, and so it's, it's actually real time. I mean, I've okay. I've ridden it in full sun. It's bright and hit, you know, get into a dense uh, canopy. It goes um, goes darker. So it's, is it uh, a touchscreen at all? It is isn't. All, it's all operated okay. by the uh, touchpad. Okay, on the left side yep. here on the. And okay. uh, it's pretty intuitive, um, especially if you had one in the past. Every KTM has that touchpad, mm-hmm. and all the controls are, um, you know, basically facilitated. You know, usually three touches and you can, you know, change the setting from like, say, off-road or rain mode, which would limit the horsepower to about 100 horsepower mm-hmm. to street. Oh, just or, 100 horsepower. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh, my God, I'm leaving. <laughs> I can't possibly deal with that. Right, yeah. Um, so probably, you know, 100 horsepower would be like, you know, what our competition would have, you know, mm-hmm. GS. Um, no, yeah, to, that in a little more. Yeah, yeah. Street um, and then sport, you know, full 160 horsepower. And really the difference between um, our ride modes is just the um, electronic intervention and, and how that affects you as you ride. So street and sport, I mean, mainly traction control and, um, you know, how that interacts as you twist the throttle. So um, 160 horsepower you think is a lot of horsepower for a bike. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the package is refined with the Bosch Electronics. Um, and everything flows. So with the new um, display and um, this one, uh, actually the KTM was one of the first to have lean angle sensitive ABS, mm-hmm. um, which I've actually experienced, you know, in some hard riding. And especially with a 21 front on the R, um, you kind of have reduced traction. So it's really nice to have that safety factor. Have um, you yours? Um, unintentionally, like mainly just... Um, <laughs> You know, on you know some really hardcore street rides, and you hit some, you know, some hills. Marks with his hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unintentionally. Yeah. Um, it is a hooligan machine. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, very refined. Uh, very refined. I mean, what's great about this bike? Um, you know, I have a coworker that that was telling me about it and kind of really, um, you know, made my decision to go ahead and buy one. Um, is so refined. I mean, it's. It's a hardcore sport bike. You can take it off-road. You can take it to Alaska with the bags. And it's got a six-gallon tank, so it's about a 200, depending on how you ride, to 220-mile range. Okay. Um, That's good size. And, and it, it has a phone holder, you were sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so this year, here. they um, technology or kind Everyone of has a integrating, holder. you know, your uh, phone into the display. And uh-huh. um, so there's a fully waterproof um, case Blue that locks. Case, yeah. And it's got a, a USB port, so you can plug it in and charge your phone. Um, we sell um, what's called a track pack, and yeah. essentially what that gives you is um, KTM iRide, which is our Bluetooth functionality, 
and that works in conjunction with like a, a Cine headset. Uh-huh. So you can um, listen to music, like control Pandora. Okay. Um, will know, that show up on the display? Yeah, it will. It'll, it'll, your, um, your iPhone, um, Android would show up on the display, like the music. Wow. And so you can change it, change volume, um, change stations. That's um, really cool. Yeah, it's a... You know, your 12 volt plug up front, right under the display, the phone holder case, like a waterproof case, it looks like. On the yeah, it's side great. Of the, It'll actually fit a big display in there. So yeah. it's, um, that is it's uh, pretty cool. functional. And um, I'm telling you, just have the peace of mind of having a phone. You have cruise being control, able to charge. ABS. I mean, it's got. Yeah, so I'll kind of go over some of the you know features and benefits of our model. Yeah, okay. Um, so $17,999 is retail, um, and we include basically everything. Unlike um, BMW where you add, you know, the only thing really um, optional is just the track pack or the KTMI, right? So track pack is um, an additional electronic. Um, so is this tank bag is? Yeah, the tank bag is not. Um, that's a power part. Okay. Um, okay. So everything, like. So you look at the bike. I mean, the crash bar is included. Okay. Um, that's a power part seat, but it's the same style. It's power a saddle part. seat. Okay. Um, but, and, you know, the Acropovic is, uh, you know, obviously Not that's... standard? No, you know. <laughs> obviously, we'd, we'd love, um, you know, when you buy the bike to actually, um, Damn you know, it, add man. these essentials. But Crushing my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so it's 1301cc. We took the Super Duke engine, put it in this chassis. Because um, everyone loves the Super Duke. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a detuned uh, 160 horsepower for mid-range, so um, plenty powerful for um, for this bike. Um, just an amazing uh, in terms of power. I've had some some of my friends that have raced, um, you know, in the in Wira, and all they talk about is the power delivery on this thing. It's just mm-hmm. a phenomenal um, package in terms of how you know this bike delivers power to the ground and. You know, just really the competence of um, of the machine as a package. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the big changes for um, 2017 are um, the big display. It's a six and a half inch um, TFT display. Yeah. Um, you control everything. Um, Can I watch porn? You know what? It would be something you have to hack. <laughs> but I'm sure it's you know. Um, no porn, no sound. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously that's something that you would have to, um, you know, look into. Yeah, market. it's not something we sell aftermarket. Um. That, that seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> I, you could, I'm sure you could sell. Yeah, Good. I mean, you know, the track package, the power part package, the porn package. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, when people can get that for free, it'd be hard to sell it, right? <laughs> well, just the, you know, just the, the integrated, you know, have yeah. it all integrated. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Um, so let me go to the track pack. So the track yeah. pack includes the KTM iRide. Um, that's the Bluetooth functionality okay. that you can control um, your phone. Um, it includes a speed shifter up and down. Um, and then um, some other safety, fe- other safety features like hill hold control. So um, let's say like you're... Yeah, so okay. if you're on a you know steep hill and you're loaded, you know, mm-hmm. say you got the wife on the back and... Um, it'll actually uh, hold the brakes for a couple seconds, and yeah. then, you know, before so you can release the clutch and and get going. It's it's pretty. Um, mm-hmm. And then they also have a um, an additional um, engine feature that kind of red matches. So you know, if you do dump the clutch, it'll um, prevent rear wheel slippage. Okay. Um, 
and uh, so like a like a nanny mode. Yeah, I mean, you know, basically all these are you know electronic, you know, aids to you know help the average rider and you know be even more average. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a big proponent of the the safety factor because oh, sure, yeah. it's, it's amazing. You know, if you're not having to worry about you know some things, you can really concentrate on other things like yeah, absolutely, you know cars pulling out in front of you or dogs and cats and deer in, in my area um so this year they redesigned um the the light and yeah and it's an all very aggressive yeah it's a definitely a unique design across all of our models yeah. um essentially it's an led system um our leds uh, they run hot, so the heat sink um, is normally behind the unit. Okay. And it's a big block of aluminum that dissipates the heat. Okay. Um, what we did is um, actually designed it into the middle of the light and actually made it part of the um, structure okay. and the design of it. So it's actually functional. So this is actually the heat sink for okay. the light. So you got the airflow going right through. To exactly. And it's, it's awesome because it's in the front of the bike, so you've got the additional cooling of it being in the front. And... Uh, this year, um, they redesigned the uh, lean angle sensitive um, uh, or cornering lights. And as you lean the bike, there's three degrees of um, cornering lights that activate. Okay. So as you lean, this reflector um, will shoot um, an LED beam into a corner. And as you lean, at the, up to a 30 degree angle, it'll gradually get larger. So okay. it's a. So you can see what you're turning. Exactly. Into. And that, I've actually um, you know used it the other night, and I'm telling you, it's just. Um, it's nine day. <laughs> yeah, really. It's uh, such a great feature, okay. and you know, from a safety aspect and, and being able to um, see through the corner, um, man, it makes the riding at night, you know, so much more fatigue free. That's that's cool. I was going to ask you about that. We had talked to a uh, headlight manufacturer over there about how they're adapting cornering stuff. So yeah, that's and cool. You guys are doing that. It's amazing. Um, you know the. One of the big things about a bike um, that I've noticed um, is buffeting. Um, I don't, you know, I know that there's a lot of R&D involved in, you know, um, and wind tunnel testing on, on getting that right. And they have, um, they've hit a home run in that department. I've got a... Uh, so your windshield is adjustable? It is. It okay. is. Um, you know, from the standard position for me, I'm 6'2". Um, it is, you know, the the wind actually hits my um, the kind of the bill of my ADV helmet. Nice and exceptional. Like uh, no no wind. Um, you this, know, no. This is a dumb question, but is it power adjustable? No, it's a, you know, obviously for weight. You know, it's uh, just a simple adjustment. Okay, just just turning a knob. Yeah, and you can okay. do it with both hands. So it's okay, um, cool. you know either either side. Really easy. Yep. Right. And um, obviously that's a great thing to have. Yes, especially very cool. when you get into some cooler weather. Um, the R model has a 21 front, 18 rear, so it's a dirt setup. Mm -hmm. um, it is essentially a, a big uh, dirt bike, and um, we have some really competent guys at KTM that can can take this and uh, you know and put it. Tire standard? Yeah, the TKC80s are standard on the uh, okay. R model. Um, that's a US spec only. Okay. Um, great tire. Yeah. Um, obviously, probably for a, a DOT knob, it's probably one of the, the best you can get. Mm -hmm. um, the WP suspension's been updated this year um, to just a stiffer spring and, okay. um, and uh, just a really good package all around. Um, fully adjustable. 
Uh, of course, Brembo brakes standard on the um, on the KTM. Yeah, yeah. And brakes are amazing, um, as you can imagine. They're uh, like I said. I don't know if I mentioned lean angle sensitive ABS, but obviously that's a, a great feature to have. And, so explain um, what that means. So essentially, um, lean angle uh, sensitive ABS is um, it's it's basically meant. Um, or the the design philosophy is when you're mid corner and uh, some obstacles in the road or you know a deer runs out in front of you whatever it is you can actually grab the front brake and not worry about the front tire locking up and uh, low siding okay um, probably one of the biggest um, safety innovations you know I think probably in the last like three years it's it's an amazing um, and you know another thing I've noticed is when you know you're hard street riding this bike um, you get mid corner and you've got a you know, scrub off a little speed. Um, one of the things I don't know um, with Bosch, but you can grab the front brake and it actually holds that line and it'll actually tighten up. It's okay, pretty amazing. Um, real, real intuitive and you know, um, never sketchy. So which I, I really like about the the whole braking system on this bike. It's um, you know, I mentioned it's a big dual sport on the on the road. It's like a big supermoto. You okay. know, it's a uh, um, Easy to get in trouble with. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, you know, it's whatever you want in a bike, and I like it. You know, I hate to describe it as an SUV of motorcycles, but really um, it is an all-in-one bike. And, you know, for a lot of people that, you know, have to, you know, that can only buy one bike, maybe their wife will only let them have one. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend, you know, a KTM adventure bike because it is a do-all bike. I mean, that's kind of where the, the, the big adventure bikes are sitting, is that sort of SUV Kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe it's a misnomer, um, but I'm adventure land yacht. Yeah, but it is probably um, one of the best ways to describe, you know, um, an ADV bike because it sure. is really a do-all bike. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. You're something that you can um, you could live off. Yeah, yeah, you can and um, stuff the kid in a side bag, strap him down. He's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> What's it your is. favorite? Because you ride this bike. I do. I've, what is um, your favorite thing about this bike? Oh, man, um, it's hard to nail it down. Um, overall, the package is so refined, especially with the speed shift. I highly recommend when you buy it to buy the, um, you know, the track pack. It, it totally adds to the character of the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that um, what I love about the adventure bike is it really fits me. Um, a very comfortable bike um, that. Not a cruiser. Not a cruiser. <laughs> um, something that you can you can go fast. You can take it off road. Um, what I love about it is I'm not limited by you know by the motorcycle. Right. And right. that's what it is. It's all about adventure at the end of the day and um, being able to go out and you know and, and start a ride in the morning and not really have a plan and be able to do whatever. To me, that's what it's all about, right? You know, even though I ride a BMW GS, I gotta say, without hesitation, my favorite thing about this bike, no beak. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with you. I think that you know that Beaks may have been uh, <laughs> that design. It's kind of you know, with I mean with Suzuki getting in on you know with their mm-hmm. their DL. It's uh, yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for talking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right, the Super Duke. Now that 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 is uh, uh, the price tag is a bit outside my range, but that's one of the ones where if like the Strom was to just 
evaporate, explode. I would be, I would be tempted. That that would be now the Duke, the Duke G, the Super Duke GT looks cool. I should say. Okay. And it would be tempting, but realistically, I know I'd probably be like a bear riding a tricycle on it. I'm told that it's it's a great bike, but you have to be small to fit. Smallish. Yeah. So but the super adventure. The super adventure is, is a certain a certain appeal to it. I, yeah. It's got a lot of bells and whistles to it. Some real fancy it, ones. Well, it, <laughs> see I the mean, thing the thing about those is I, I I feel like some of the some of them are they're useful. Like ABS is great, right? But like I feel like a lot of these bikes that are these super powered bikes constantly have these like these don't kill yourself type of things on them. You know, well, they're, they're they're almost like bullet points on a list now. Yeah, right? I guess they're they're bullet points on a list, but it just feels like, like it's like uh, if you can't ride this bike, then you sh- you'll want these systems. But we've got a list here. Let me, let's go through the list. Okay, what's right. on this bike? Okay, okay. So there's the hill hold. Okay, but seriously, the hill hold, like how not to roll it. Okay, you know what? You know what? Here, here's what you do instead of hill hold. If you can't afford the hill hold, get good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the lane angle sensitive uh, ABS system? So if you stab at the brakes when you're in a corner, mm-hmm. the system will take over for you. And it'll flash a little light. You know what the little light says? The little light says, get good. Oh, okay. Um, how about the auto rev matching? Fuck it. Get good. Oh, oh okay. Uh, the self-aiming headlight. Get the, good. Uh, uh, I. Look through the dirt. Get just night vision. Christ, you're embarrassing. Okay, but, but, and now this bike doesn't have it, but I, I thought it would be kind of neat if it had a power-adjustable windshield. Oh, get good. Uh, uh, but windshield? Just undo. You can adjust your stupid mad stad when you're riding. Don't do this at home, kids. Get good. <laughs> but, you know, but, okay, the tires. You can put d- dirt tires. Dirt the- tires? Get good. <laughs> but good at what? Get good, Chuck. <laughs> Get good at what? Bike. <laughs> Get good at bike. It's embarrassing. God. Is that even a sentence you're barking? Get good at bike? <laughs> yes. Is that how you teach? No. Are you on the range yelling, Get good. <laughs> what do you think I need to work on? Get good. <laughs> Get good. Someone's going into the box and they're kind of flailing and you're just like, God. Student student fails. They're like, what do I need to work on? I'd be like, well, get good. <laughs> Cancel someone out. Get good. Come on back. <laughs> get off my reign. Sarah, if you're listening, I have concerns. <laughs> I, I, this week, so this weekend, I'm actually going for the, uh, the rider coach prep for the new curriculum. Okay. And the cool. entire weekend now, I'm going to be just struggling not to scream, get good. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to introduce some new thing about teaching, you know, and be like, just get good. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, if, if I actually, if I have uh, other instructors as students, I'm going to come up to them to give them coaching. I'm going to lean up to them and be like, get good. <laughs> See if they laugh so hard, they fall off the bike. <laughs> you need to try to get someone to fall off their bike. <laughs> yep. I think this has legs. And they won't, and this won't go up in time for them to hear it. Yeah, no, it won't. Maddie, Paris. It's going to be a surprise. Scott, it's on. <laughs> get good. Get good. You want get good. I want get porn pack. You know what you should do instead of getting your porn pack? <laughs> <laughs> no, Todd, I've got no idea. What should I do? Get good. <laughs> get good at what? At, at holding your phone while you ride. 
Aren't you, the, aren't you the one who's always talking about how you could just have your phone on a little stand? That's what the RAM mount is for. Yeah, yeah. the RAM mount. It's yeah. the porn mount. It's that's... the RAM mount. That's an unfortunate choice of words. <laughs> uh, that's what the RAM that's mount a, is. That's uh, you Get... know, I, I always thought that was the, I thought that was the brand name of the mount, but I'm starting Get to Get porn! <laughs> no porn? No sale. What Get you, porn! What have you learned this week, Chuck? Get porn! <laughs> what have you learned, Todd? Get good! That's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. Get good. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. There, there's no spiders there. There are no <laughs> spiders there. Fuck you. <laughs> okay.